Championship Sunday here in Gulf Shores. Haley Hogger and Haley Harward off to a great start at the threes. Haley Harward, USC's got a point on the board. And USC, welcome back to the top. Your national champions, the USC Trojans. I went into college planning on playing beach professionally after school. And by like my sophomore year, I was just like, it's not an option for me. I was in so much pain that I was at the point where I'm like, it literally would be better to be dead. Pain is normal for athletes who push their bodies all the time. But Haley's pain felt different. And she'd been seeing doctor after doctor to get to the bottom of it until one day she did. And I'm in the grocery store and I get the call that uh, it was cancerous. Like I had lung cancer. All of this happened and I just didn't fight for myself enough. I'm Molly Davis, former USC Beach volleyball player myself and current patient battling Lyme disease. When I heard Haley's story, it struck a nerve. How do we as athletes navigate through illness while still pursuing our dreams? As I go through my own fight against Lyme disease, what can I learn from Haley's story? And so for Annenberg Media and LAS Studios, this is episode one of Malls on Mike, Hometown Heroes, featuring Haley Hallgren. Haley grew up in South Lake, Texas. She played volleyball her whole life and eventually achieved her dream of playing Division I at the University of Southern California, which is my alma mater, where she helped the team to win a national championship in 2021 before transferring to play two seasons of indoor volleyball at the University of Michigan. She finished her NCAA career with a final season of beach at the University of California at Los Angeles. Placing second at the national championship tournament in Gulf Shores, Alabama, Haley finished with an incredible record of 116-38. and earning multiple Pac-12 and Big Ten awards. Showing the experience is Haley Hallgren. She is now back to serve. They have tied it up with 3-3. And respond they do. Big time rip from Haley Hallgren. Good job, Mom. Off of the outstretched hands of Molly Davis, we are at 1-1. But while Haley was winning battles on the court and in the classroom, she was unknowingly gearing up for what would become the greatest battle of her life, a cancer diagnosis. So... At the time, I didn't know what it was, and we were kind of all over the place. But looking back now, the symptoms really started my freshman year. I started having, like, some heart rate issues, some chest pain. Our trainer at the time sent me to cardiologist. They couldn't really find anything with the heart monitor. Essentially, my heart rate was just super high, like resting 120. But it wasn't just chest pain. I used to, like, spit up phlegm every morning. Like, when I was, like, brushing my teeth, it was almost just, like, constantly. I would have what I always referred to as, like, rattling in my chest when I'd laid down. So it was back to the doctor, and this time it was an asthma diagnosis. But the chest pains persisted throughout the year. And I want to say it was spring of my sophomore year. The cardiologist diagnosed me with POTS syndrome, which is... It's basically a neurological disorder, actually, but there's like 45 different symptoms, and I have probably 10 of them. POT stands for postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. It's a condition that affects your autonomic nervous system, which is responsible for balancing things like blood pressure and heart rate. POTS causes issues with constricting blood vessels and regulating the speed of your heart rate, which in turn causes dizziness and fainting smells, among a myriad of other symptoms. It actually affects a lot of young women, both myself and Haley included. Thankfully, there are some medications that can help manage the symptoms. It did help lower my heart rate for a little bit. Um, 
And I do think I actually have pods. But end of sophomore year, junior year is coming. Starting to get to the point where like the phlegm in the morning when I'm coughing it up has like a little bit of blood in it. And I do bring it up to the doctors. They're like, oh, it's probably normal. You have, you know, maybe some blood from your nose drained down, whatever. And realistically, I'd been coughing up phlegm in the mornings for two years at this point, two and a half years. Like, I just like didn't even remember anything differently. And I think that's what's so frustrating is like I had all these symptoms that I just like normalized. But by the end of sophomore year, these normalized symptoms started feeling different. My body was just hurting. I felt like I was always exhausted, like I could never get enough sleep. Junior year was really bad in the fall. And then I ended up getting pneumonia, which was like at that time the worst pain I had ever felt in my life. So I got pneumonia and I'm about to leave to fly home for a couple of days. And all of a sudden it was like super bad stabbing pain, like all the way up into my shoulder, my whole side of like my rib cage, everything. By the time I got in the flight, I like couldn't lift my arms to like get my bag down from the overhead. And so got diagnosed with pneumonia, was out for probably six weeks with that, trying to come back. And then after having pneumonia, you feel so horrible. And you come back and you're like, oh, I'm feeling way better. So you don't even at that point, you don't even realize like how bad you feel. I just think I didn't know any everything like happened in progressions. And I just kept normalizing everything. And I would I was seeing doctors and there was nothing coming back. So I'm like, OK, just get over it. Just get over it. It's kind of in your head. I don't know. When I got di- ended up getting diagnosed at Michigan, it was just like there was a moment where I was angry at myself. All of this happened and I just didn't fight for myself enough. Haley went on to win a national championship at USC before transferring to Michigan. How was your health the first season at Michigan? Uh, A train wreck. Um, Pretty much from when I got to Michigan. I get through the first two weeks of two-a-days, and then I get really sick. Uh, Ended up having pneumonia again, like fever, full-body sweats, some pain in the ribs. The coughing kind of came a little bit later. And then it was like constant coughing. I like had earned a starting spot, missed our first match, first weekend because of the pneumonia. It got to the point where I had pulled all of like the muscles in between my ribs from coughing so much. I was like coughing so hard I threw up a couple times. I had like these stupid lidocaine like numbing patches on my ribs when I was playing. And I remember just being like something's not right. Like I feel so horrible. And so, like, right before Big Ten started, we're in practice for two days, and it was just, like, a new level of, like, excruciating, just excruciating pain. I, like, couldn't even stand up right. Like, I was in so much pain that I was at the point where I'm, like, it literally would be better to be dead. Like, I would rather be dead than be in this excruciating amount of pain. And so I go to the hospital, and I just remember being starving. And Scan comes back, and they're, like, there's some sort of blockage in your lung, basically. Um, there's something blocking the airway and your lung, your left lung has completely collapsed. So I was getting no air on the left side of my body. And that's why, like, the pain was so bad. Wow. And uh, how long was it like that? The lung probably collapsed, like, two days before I went in. Would be my guess based on pain levels. When, when I was in the hospital, they they knew it was a tumor. But they're like... You're young. You don't smoke. All this stuff. Like it's probably benign. It's probably nothing. 
Um, so basically, I was just waiting to see if that was the only spot there was a tumor, if it had spread, and if it was cancerous. Lymph nodes come back clear, like all these different things are leaving voicemails. It's fine. It's fine. And then I'm in my my 8 a.m. class the one morning and I like real I see them calling and I had just missed the call. Like I was trying to get out in the hallway to take the call and there was no voicemail left. And I was like, ooh, that's not a good sign. So I'm like leaving class. I'm like, OK, whatever. Uh, <laughs> leaving class, go to the grocery store. I'm like picking up stuff to make a grilled cheese. I think my throat was still pretty screwed up from the scope and I'm in the grocery store and I get the call that uh, it was cancerous like I had lung cancer and I was like all right guess I'll go check out with my groceries now and go home like I don't really know what else to do but honestly when I got the call it was almost like a feeling of relief which sounds weird but I was just at the point where like for years I was like oh this is my new normal like this is how life is. It feels like shit, but whatever. And um, and so at that point, I was like, yes, I don't have to live like this for anymore. Like, thank God there was something there and that they knew what it was and they could fix it. Four months after Haley was finally diagnosed, she underwent surgery to remove the upper left lobe of her lung. Typically, the surgery consists of a 10-inch incision along the patient's back, leaving them with detached muscles and no chance at a Division I volleyball career. Haley's surgeon offered her another option, a technique that had never been tried before. He said he could try to remove her lung laparoscopically, but that there was only a 5% chance it could be pulled off. Haley took the chance, and her surgeon was successful. Her recovery time was cut down significantly because her muscles were still intact and she didn't have to go through chemotherapy. After the surgery, Haley started to get back to normal life fairly quickly. It wasn't long before she was throwing on her jersey again with a few more scars and a lot less cancer. Um, I think my biggest thing, like, after it was just advocate for yourself because nobody knows how bad you're feeling. Like, nobody else knows your body and can tell what you're feeling even when you're describing it. I don't even know what's normal still. My mind's kind of confused. And so I think, like, a big part of it last fall was just, like, learning to trust and accept that, like, not all of the I'm not going to be 100% confident like all the time that something's not wrong and just not letting it like impact my day to day. The lung cancer diagnosis undoubtedly uprooted Haley's life, but she maintains an optimistic attitude despite the challenges. Haley is still deciding whether or not playing professionally is back on the table for her. Once an Olympic hopeful, her path has been a bit windier than she could have imagined. But LA 2028 is a long way away. And if I've learned anything from my years of knowing Haley Hallgren, it's to never bet against her. Before the cancer, uh, <laughs> I was like a very type A. I had everything planned out. Like I had internships lined up. I had all this stuff. And like the fact that right now I graduated in June and like don't have a job lined up would give me, give me such anxiety. And I feel like now I'm just like, I'm okay just living my life and like spend making sure I'm spending time with people that like I don't know I think it's more just trying to take advantage of like the time you have instead of I was always I felt like planning and worrying about the future and then I think I like missed some moments that were like happening around me this was the first episode of malls on mic featuring Haley Hallgren you can find my podcast page on Facebook Instagram and TikTok at malls on mic That's M-O-L-L-S-O-N-M-I-C. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and sign up for notifications so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you next Thursday.